In this episode of the Beamable Game Dev Podcast, I sit down with Ali and Brandon and we discuss the launch of The Office, Somehow We Manage. Let's jump into it. All right, how's it going, Brandon, Ali? I'm excited to talk about the launch of The Office and we're just going to we're just going to jump jump right in like how did beamable prepare for the launch of the office a few things happened well first of all we've launched games before so that that's in our wheelhouse anyway so we kind of know what to expect on a launch day uh, for the most part you know there's always some hiccups here and there but one of the first things we do is we reach out to the customer and find out obviously what their launch date is like we have to know that uh, beyond that, once we have the launch date, we try to dig a little bit deeper and get like what we expect their numbers to be. So if they have any idea based on a beta launch or anything where their numbers are at for user traffic, we try and extrapolate where their user traffic might ex go up to once that game actually goes fully live. Um, after we're able to get that information, we can go ahead and create what's called a runbook, a launch day runbook. And in that run book, it pretty much just, uh, we all get in a room, we all get in a room called a war room, and we start going through this document that goes by time. Um, so we'll start from the time we form, let's say the game's launching at 1 p.m., which the office was launching at 1 p.m. Uh, we get in a room at 12.30. We start going through this run book that starts right at 12.30, which involves checking our monitors, uh, making sure that the system is stable as it's sitting right now before we get that influx of traffic. Uh, after that, we just start going through step by step of all the stages in there, whether we need to do any pre-scaling, whether we need to check uh, what our where our database levels are, whatnot, how, how traffic is looking at that time. And then um, then the launch happens. And uh, then we pretty much just sit there uh, and, uh, all together in a room chatting and watching and all the these graphs and monitors uh, and trying to make sure and playing the game as we're sitting there. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, to make sure that everything's running smoothly, really. Um, and that's kind of what we do for the entire day and then going after that day. It's obviously critical to our success that the games launched on our platform are successful. So we definitely put a lot of effort in, into watching that throughout the whole weekend after the launch and everything. Um, again, just making sure all that traffic looks good. Error rates are, are very low. We're not getting any unusual, unusual um, anomalies popping up here and there. And... Um, yeah, and, and smooth, and some some things will be able to have automatically happen and, and, and fix themselves, and then some things we need manual intervention, and it happens. And our goal is to just make sure that we're able to hop in and and make those fixes or adjustments that we need to make uh, before the customer even knows that anything happened or there might even be any potential problems. Yeah, I, I, I know. I was I was watching Slack a lot. I was like, especially over the weekend, I'm like, what? What what uh, no no news is good news at this point it looks like so yeah and that's really the goal is for us to be completely invisible ultimately to our customers and you know the other thing that's worth noting is that you know not all games um, are gonna have you know there's a lot of variety in terms of the size and and volume of traffic that games will see in this particular case. The Office uh, was launched, is, is a large licensed IP. People love the show. Um, there were already over 100,000 people pre-registered to get the app showing up on their device, like on the day that it launches. Um, so, um, and of course, Eastside Games is a veteran team, a uh, veteran publisher with, uh, with a lot of understanding on how to do user acquisition with funds in order to acquire their own users uh, and, uh, and, and, and various means to, uh, to work the... Uh, 
the various organic users channels. So, uh, so in their case, it wasn't just a matter of launching. It was also there was a strong expectation that there would be a large and sudden influx uh, of players to this very popular game. And, um, and so for us, uh, we collaborated closely with the Eastside Games team, uh, both supporting them in their development training them on the kinds of live operations tools that Beamable provides, whether it's community management or, um, you know, uh, actual development operations, live operations, uh, but also uh, working closely with their business side to understand what kind of traffic they were going to send on, on day one. There's a big difference whether somebody's spending, you know, a million dollars on user acquisition to get a lot of players into the game on in the first week versus, um, you know, a smaller developer that may be relying entirely on a feature or, uh, or, or organic traffic. So uh, whenever the more information we have, the more we're able to pre-warm uh, some of our infrastructure so that those sudden spikes don't look sudden. Uh, they, they, they basically, to use an often used term uh, during the last couple of years, uh, flatten the curve. Um, so, um, so yeah, so that's, that's why we're involved at all. But we've had people also launch on our game, frankly, without our awareness, for some of these bigger uh, customers, bigger uh, developers who intend to see sharp, sharp uh, increases in traffic, we definitely encourage them to reach out to us uh, so that we can be a partner to them during launch. What systems does Beamable have in place to handle like an influx of new players and requests? Yeah, so I'll speak to that real quick and then Brandon can jump in. Um, so. Our, our infrastructure is designed to be elastic with no single points of failure. What does this mean? It means that our services scale automatically with response to traffic. So we sat down, most of what the war room was, was sitting down playing the game and watching the numbers go up, which, which isn't unlike the games, uh, that uh, I, the idle games that Eastside Games is known for. Um, and the numbers we were watching were mostly requests per minute, uh, requests per second. We were watching traffic ramp up uh, uh, to the databases that are provisioned for uh, our customers. And um, and so um, and of course just the capacity, making sure the capacity is sufficient to, to the need. And uh, generally speaking, um, our we we really don't have to do much. Um, the services scale to meet the load, and as long as CPU utilization and memory utilization with remains within uh, a particular range that we specify, generally between 40 and 60 percent, uh, then everything is normal. And if it exceeds that, generally more capacity is added incrementally until that we, we drop back down to within the uh, the healthy band, the sort of Goldilocks zone of where we want to see utilization. So we always want to have a little bit of extra, and that's why we, we pre-warm in some cases. We want to make sure that if traffic does surge, if it goes from zero to 100,000 requests per minute within like a five-minute period of time, which doesn't tend to happen, but it can happen, um, then, uh, then there is extra capacity available to absorb that while extra capacity is provisioned, which usually takes a matter of seconds or minutes. I just have like a, just a quick question though. Like if let's say, uh, and again, I'm just kind of making a few assumptions here, but the, you know, Apple's like, Hey, we're going to feature you front page right? Like, is that something we're going to get heads up from, from the, the publisher? Like, Hey, this is going to be happening. So be, beware. Well, it, it's, 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 any, it's, you might not even hear it from Apple. <laughs> you know, unfortunately, sometimes you'll get features and even the developer won't know. Um, 
But we hope that they would tell us. If they do know, then they generally <laughs> will because it's in everybody's best interest to make sure there's extra capacity. But go ahead, Brandon. Oh, yeah, just on that point, um, basically, as, as Ali has already pointed out, we have a lot of elasticity in our systems um, in regards to automatically scaling our microservice architecture. Because we have built on a microservice architecture, it's very easy for us to horizontally scale out when more traffic starts coming in. And we have automatic rules in place that if we start to see an influx of traffic coming in, our services will start to duplicate themselves to handle that traffic and load as it's coming in. Now, you can obviously have a situation where if you're getting featured, there's a massive influx in traffic, but um, and it might take a little longer for the systems to catch up, but they always do. Everything comes back. And to go off again, what Ali was mentioning about our monitoring and whatnot, and we're sitting there staring at the graphs while we're playing the game, that's huge for us right there too. So there's a couple of things we have in place that allow us to jump out ahead of these things before they're ever noticed or become an issue for any of our customers. And um, that's our monitoring systems. They're our own real time. So in real time, we can see exactly what's happening with all of our services, the traffic and the amount of requests that's coming in and um, and quickly notice and determine if there's any errors or any anything, any uh, issues with either the requests coming in from the client or from one of our infrastructure services. Um, and then say, like, like like we mentioned on the weekend, we were there, like making sure everything's going well for the office, that it's all smoothly on an off hour, uh, off hour times. So if someone's not there uh, watching those those graphs intently right there in, in the moment, um, we have alerting systems and monitors in place that will let us know and will give um, people a call automatically through an automated system to let us know that there's an issue. And... We all know what a game launch is. We've all been through it. We're all experienced here with this type of stuff. So we're available. We're we're here for our customers. We fight for the game maker. So we're here to make sure that everything runs smoothly. So we're able to hop right on um, onto our computer, our laptop, wherever we're where wherever we are. Um, with, which is one of the great benefits of being a cloud uh, a cloud first company um, is that we can access our infrastructure from anywhere and, and correct any potential issues that may come up or just take a look at how things are going. Anything else that you'd like to mention before we wrap this thing up when it comes to uh, when it comes to a game launch? There are certain things that we may not be involved in directly, but we uh, we help provide insight. Our, our creed, our motto is to fight for the game maker. Sometimes it's provi by providing our services, uh, our technology services, you know, our platform and so forth and so on. And other times it's by providing advice and expertise on areas where, you know, the, the developer might not have uh, readily uh, available talent. Uh, that can be in helping them make sure that they install Crashlytics and uh, or similar crash reporting software so that they know, uh, you know, if their app is crashing for whatever reason, they get notified. Um, so there are things that are directly within our control and there are areas where we can advise uh, on best practices, the goal being to maximize the, the odds of success uh, and of a great experience for the players. All right. Well, hey, thank you guys so much for uh, for sitting down with me and, and chatting about this. I really do appreciate it. Anytime. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Beamable Game Dev Podcast. If you'd like to connect with other game devs, head on over to beamable.com slash discord. And if you'd like to try Beamable for free, head on over to beamable.com.